Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to a brand new episode of Phillies Today. Sports Radio 94 WIP. This is Francisco Rojas. Hope you all had a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful Christmas. Wonderful holidays so far. Still have the new year coming up in about four or five days. So, you know, it's that time of year. Love this time of year. Love this time of year. It's, it's, it's my favorite. You know, love. I actually had off this Christmas for the first time in like literally a decade. Just like all the jobs I work, not even just radio and, you know, broadcasting, media, whatever. Even going back to like jobs and, you know, side jobs in college. I had just never gotten Christmas off for like my birthday. My birthday is also in four days. Just saying. So, like, I feel like I never get my birthday or Christmas off, and I get one of those. I do have to work on my birthday, but it's fine. Still love the job. So, just one of those things. So, hope you're all enjoying the holiday season in 2023. So, Phillies, baseball. Yes, it is a bit of a dry, you know, kind of beating dead horse here, but especially right now with the Otani and Yamamoto deals, both kind of in the rearview mirror. Kind of leads right where I want to lead to here. And we'll get to a few other things here. We're going to continue the what to expect from a player in 2024. We'll have a new position player today. And that's pretty much it. But it leads to what I want to talk about today. Should we, Phillies fans, be excited about this team if they're done making big moves. And they pretty much are. Let's be real. This team is pretty much done making big moves. Dave Dombrowski has come out and said, like, I'm done. You know, we're, we're really just going to do a little bit of, like, just depth. Like, the bullpen depth, rotation depth, lineup depth, anything like that. It'll just be depth. It's not going to be any big moves. No Josh haters of the world. No, Blake Snell. That's what it sounds like. You never know, especially with Dave Dombrowski. But it just seems like right now, the rest of this winter, heading into spring training, that the Phillies aren't going to do anything. And you know what? We should still be excited about this team. We should still be excited about this Phil's team, even if they're done making moves. I'm stoked. I'm still stoked. This team is still, they still have a shot to win the World Series on paper, and they've shown that they can get close. I mean, the Diamondbacks literally upset everybody last year in the National League, so screw the Diamondbacks, okay? It was one year. It was one year. Things happen, okay? Baseball's a weird sport. Baseball's a weird sport. But rationally, this Phillies team 
should be a National League winner again this year. I understand the Dodgers. Yes. I understand Otani Yamamoto, that team stacked. Yes. But stacked teams, 116 win Mariner team got to the, the what are they, ALCS in 2001. They lost. Ended up losing. Yankees won that series in ALCS. Okay. So, like, cool. Otani Yamamoto, cool. This Phillies team, they're still good enough to win 90 to 95 games, get into playoffs, probably as a wild card, still probably the Braves, who are the divisional, you know, favorites. And the Phillies should be good enough to get in a wild card spot and do the same exact thing that they've done the last couple of years. And they're good enough to get back to the World Series. Okay? They're still good enough to get back to the World Series. Look at the talent offensively. Look at, I mean, you're not stoked about the talent, this talent on offense still? Bryce Harper, you get a full year of Bryce Harper. Mr. MVP, MV3, I guess. You get Bryce Harper. You hopefully still get another elite year from JT Romuto. Another, another year for Bryson Stott to grow. Alec Bohm made some... Made some progress last year offensively. Nick Castellanos had a bounce back year. Trey Turner had a monster second half. Hopefully he can start off fresh. This, you know, this winter spring slash spring. This offense at Schwarber. My gosh, Schwarber hit like 200 home runs the last two years, it feels like. So this offense is still stacked. You didn't have to make any moves because they're already stacked. I still love what this offense can do for you. Also, look at the rotation and the bullpen. Yeah, I would have been, oh, I would have been so excited if they could have gotten a Yamamoto. But they didn't necessarily need to get Yamamoto. They didn't need to because I still like the way this rotation looks. I still like Zach Wheeler. I think Aranola is due for, it seems like the way his career has gone, he's due for like a Cy Young, a top five Cy Young type of year this year. Zach Wheeler, Aaron Nola, Christopher Sanchez. I love what he did last year. I'm I'm very I'm excited to see what he's gonna do this year. We'll see. You know, he's definitely gonna be in the rotation to start this year, we would assume. Christopher Sanchez, Ranger Suarez, hopefully a full, healthy year ahead. Those four right there, that's a good four. And then you have Taiwan Walker, who's not a bad five. I think a little bit overrated with the whole win total last year. But those five right there, Wheeler, Nola, Sanchez, Ranger. Everyone knew it was Sanchez, Ranger there. And then Taiwan Walker, that's a good five right there. That's a very good five. Led in Fangraph's war statistic last year, they led in that stat. This rotation has a potential to be that good again. And especially if Aaron Nola can be a little more consistent this year. I mean, Wheeler and Nola, they're as good as any one and two in the game. Honestly, they're as good as any one and one and two in the game. So you got those two right there. So the rotation and bullpen, I'm stoked about. And like I said before, teams built to win in October. They are built to win. We've seen it the last couple of seasons. Just get in. I mean, it was really... 2022 was really like 
the exaggerated form of that, where the Phils literally did they did they literally clinch on like the last day of the year? That or was the second to last day against Houston, who they ironically ended up playing in the World Series. But this team is okay. No, they're not the Braves or the Dodgers or you know Braves or Dodgers, a team who's so stacked and they're going to win 100 or 110 games a year. But the Phillies don't need to. All they need to do is get to the wild card round, and they have a team that can legitimately get back to the World Series. This team is just built to win. I'm telling you, this year, fluke. It felt like 2022 was a fluke in the opposite way. I think it was a fluke this year that that they lost in the LCS. Okay, I mean, yeah, it came down to they were chasing a lot and that they were... Yeah, I mean, they were chasing a lot, and they they just weren't putting it together good at bats the last couple of games. It was terrible. It was awful. Game six and seven were terrible. It was all-timer. We're always going to remember that. You know, Philadelphia sports history. You know, we're going to remember that. But at the end of the day, fluke. Telling you, fluke. And hopefully, Rob Thompson, um, the rest of the staff, can we can we can evaluate how they were hitting in those last couple of games and try to fix that. That's all. And I don't think we need to, I think we need to be more excited that we are concerned about the way last season ended. We should be more excited, not concerned. Remember that. Okay. This team is built to win in October. So you might be asking yourself right now, especially look, it's a lot of Eagles talk. I get it. So that's what we do in this town. The Eagles take precedent. But right now, you know, I think there's some fans out there that wanted Yamamoto, like I did, and maybe wanted to see another big move. But I think a lot of us just wanted to see another big move because we wanted something to do. We love the big moves. Do we not? We love the Trey Turner deal. I mean, obviously it made sense, but, like, we love the, the Bryce Harper deal. Again, made sense. But we love these moves because, you know, we get excited. So I think all of us just wanted to be excited. And you should be excited about this team. Be excited. This team has what it takes to get back to the World Series. Going into 2024 and looking ahead to spring training and the rest of the season, you should be excited about this baseball team. So get excited. Let me know. What do you, how are you feeling about this team? At Rojas underscore media underscore on Twitter. Let me know your thoughts. Let me know how you're feeling about this baseball team heading into the new year. Excited? Not excited? Eh. Still a little beat down from October. But come on, it's been a couple of months. Enjoy the holiday season. So, so tell me your thoughts on Twitter at Rojas underscore media underscore. As we continue the series... What to expect from a player in 2024? Last episode, did Taiwan Walker. This episode, let's go to another positional player, or a positional player this time. Nick Castellanos. We can go back to 2022. I don't really want to talk about it too much because that was 2022, but Nick Castellanos, not the greatest in 2022. Just overall, horrible year. The entire season, he did make some big uh, defensive highlight real plays in 2022 in the playoffs, and that were game saving. And we will always thank him for that run or those for those specific plays. 
but still a horrible year. Like, cool, it doesn't make up for the fact that you had a terrible year. So Nick Castellanos, not a good year in 2022. Bounce back in 2023. More of the Castellanos that we gave the $20 million a year for. And it was very... There, there were a few moments there. I think his July wasn't all that great. He was like a 182 average. It was really bad. It was like, oh, it's Castellanos reverting to the guy we saw in 2022. But for the most part, he bounced back the last couple of months. OPS towards 900. So Castellanos overall, a good 2023 and a big bounce back. Thirty, Almost 30 home runs. About 29 homers, 37 doubles. That's a good year. And that's what you wanted from him. He's he's led the majors in doubles a couple of times, I believe. He's at least led the majors in doubles uh, the one year that he was with uh, the Cubs uh, for those couple of months. He almost had close to 60 doubles. So, And you know he can be a 25 to 30 home run guy. So 2023 is more of what we expected with Castellanos. That's what you want from him. You know he's not going to be a good fielder. We're not worrying about that, okay? We're not worrying about him in the field because we got him Kyle Schwarber, too, is now a DH, but you get those guys more for the offense and, you know, taking the defense and saying, okay, we'll sacrifice that because their offense makes up for it and then some. So Castellanos did that last season. And he did it for the most part, not most part, I'll say, but a good portion in the playoffs until the NLCS. He was phenomenal in the DS against the Braves, I believe four home runs, a 400 uh, uh, batting average on OBP. Was great against Atlanta, but horrible, horrible, horrible in the NLCS. And he was a he was a big reason why they lost that series. He was right in the middle of that lineup and you needed him to perform and he didn't. You needed him to perform closer to what he did against Atlanta and he didn't. He he performed more to what it was in uh twenty twenty two and the and the few bad times of twenty twenty three. So Castellanos twenty twenty three much better. Few divots here and there, but much better. That's what we. I think we were overall satisfied with what Nick Castellanos brought to the table in 2023, especially from the power and slugging point of view. Could cut down on the strikeouts. So we'll get to that in a second. What to expect in 2024? More of the same, I'd say, from 2023. I want another 30 homer, 40 double season. I think that tracks for what the, the kind of money that you gave Nick Castellanos, a 30, four, a 30 homer to 40 double season is good. That's what you want. The only concern I would say is maybe cut down on the strikeout rate and cut down, or not cut down, cut down on the strikeout rate and move up and put it on an incline, walk more. Walk a little more. I don't need you to be Mr. Wade Boggs, 400 on base percentage. I just need you to walk a little more and get that on base percentage higher. That's what I'm asking for. The improvements that I want to see from Nick Castellanos in 2023. I mean, it'd be great if your defense is better. There are some people that are trying to make a thing out of his defense uh, being better because he was making a few highlight reel catches to start the year. Nah. his. I'm pretty sure his defensive run save was still somewhere in the negative, negative nine. It was even worse in 2022. I know that DRS isn't the end-all, be-all, but just looking at it that way, negative nine versus negative eight. And if you also want to play that game, Castellanos only made those high, those highlight real defensive catches. Normal outfielders would just make just running it down and like a normal fly ball. But because Castellanos is slower, you know, he uh, 
He makes them look more difficult than they need to be. But I know we don't want to have that conversation because we like Nick Castellanos to a certain extent, and we want to like Nick, and that's just how it goes. But it's the truth. Let's be honest. If we had the choice, if we had a spot open for DH, Nick Castellanos would be the DH. So don't, don't, don't get at me with that. Do not get at me with that. Nick Castellanos. But we don't, we're not worried about the defense, okay? So more of the same in 2024. I want 30 home runs again. I want 40 doubles to protect Bryce Harper. That's part of why you got Nick Castellanos and why Bryce Harper wanted you here is for more protection. We can't just rely on Alec Bohm. Alec Bohm has been compared to Richie Sexton. I've heard Ben Davis say before, but he's not Richie Sexton. Richie Sexton was hitting 45 home runs at that size and was hitting at Miller Park, I believe, with, with the Brewers and Seattle too, I think. So what to expect from a player in 2024? Nick Castellanos, let me know what your thoughts are on Casty. What do you expect from him in 2024? Do you have any gripes with him? Do you have any, is there anything, in, do you just not forgive him for what happened in the NLCS? He wasn't the only one. There were a few other bats that you were paying a big, or a lot of money, paying a guy, certain guys a lot of money. In those last couple of games, you can say whatever you want about Craig Kimbrell, and yeah, he had a few Bad performances, but Craig Kimbrell was getting paid, what, like $10 million? Nick Cassianos is getting paid $20 million a year. Trey Turner is getting paid you know, $30 million a year. Bryce Harper, we don't know how much Bryce is getting. These guys are getting more money. These guys are getting more money than him. So let me know what how you feel about Nick Cassianos heading into the year 2024. On Twitter, at Rojas underscore media underscore. And also, let me know what you think. Or not what you think. Well, let me know who you want to hear next. I'm running. I have the list in front of me right now who you want to hear. What to expect from players in 2024. Just wrote down Castellanos. So I've done Trey Turner, Ranger Suarez, Alec Bohm, JT Romuto, Jeff Hoffman, Taiwan Walker, and now Nick Castellanos. Let me know who you want to hear next. And if you the, the list I've named so far, or for all these guys that I've named, you haven't heard yet, go let, go back and listen to past episodes, and you will hear them. You can hear my work. You can hear Ben Kenny's work. You can hear Dustin Morgenstein's work. You can hear all of their work on uh, Apple and Spotify, Phillies Today for Sports Radio 94 WIP. So that is what to expect from a player in 2024 as we head into the new year few off-season updates. So, not a whole lot and not a whole lot of exciting stuff, but got to update you on the off-season. Isaiah Kiner-Falefa. Yankees fans rejoice because it seemed like, at least from Twitter, that IKF was not beloved or beloved, excuse me, by the Bronx Bombers fan base. But IKF to the Blue Jays. Two years, $15 million. Also to the Blue Jays, but back to Toronto, Kevin Kiermeyer who had a surprisingly good year. I don't want to say surprising, but he kind of did. Um, Kevin Kiermaier goes back to Toronto. He goes back on a one-year $10 million deal. I don't know what Toronto wants to do now. They're just trying to recover from Otani. Not coming to them or J.P. Morosi. No offense. Uh, you know, tweeting out that he was supposed to... He was flying to Toronto. And maybe this is what they're doing. Signing IKF and Kevin Kiermaier, if that's what you need to do to... You never know. You never know. But there you go. A couple of moves there with Toronto. Catcher Mal- Martin Maldonado. 
uh, to the White Sox. Phillies fans know him from the whole Zach Wheeler thing in the World Series. And even last year, there was almost like a a whole thing. Uh, but he goes one year and $4 million with a $4 million vesting option for 2025. Um, and that was according to, I believe, Mark Feistand, if I'm, I could be staying corrected. Last uh, deal that I've seen last couple of days, Mitch Garver, uh, Rangers catcher, I believe, right? He was the Rangers catcher last year when they won the World Series. Mitch Garver goes to the Rangers. He goes there on a two-year, $24 million deal. Yes, he was Texas's, uh, and he had 19 home runs with 134 OPS plus, so Garver giving them some pop. Of a two-year, $24 million deal goes to the Mariners. So the Mariners uh, get a catcher there, Mitch Garver. A little of this day in Philly's history, why not? Uh, not too much, but just uh, some things here. Philly's transactions on this day, always brought to you by Broad and Patterson as they give your daily dose of Philly's history. Go visit their website, broadandpatterson.com. Uh, Philly transactions on this day, 1964, they signed minor league free agent Barry Lursch. I think I'm saying that right. In 75, they signed minor league free agent Luis Aguayo. Another one I might be saying right. 97, they signed free agent Gary Bennett. Born on this date, 1916, Charlie Brewster. 1942, Byron Brown. 1965, Tom Marsh. In 82, Michael Bourne. Happy birthday. 1983, happy birthday to retiring this year as a Philly, Cole Hamels. And in 1998, Simone Muziati. I don't even know what Muziati is up to. I think he's in our farm system still. I believe so. I don't know. There was some promise there from Muziati for a second. But that's the day of Philly's history. That's going to do it for today's show. I hope you guys enjoyed today's show. Just to wrap it up, let me know. Are you in on this team in 2024? We cool with just running it back the way it is. Hey, Josh Hader's still out there. Blake Snell's still out there. There's a few guys still out there. Do you want them? Do you want to give Josh Hader big money to come in and be your closer? Do you want to give Blake Snell big money to come in and be your two or your three? Two-time Sion War winner in two different leagues. Let me know. Let me know your thoughts. Also, what to expect in 2024? What do you expect from Nick Castellanos? Big things, same things, breakout year as a Phil. What do you think? Let me know your thoughts. Thoughts come back uh, on, what's today, Thursday? Right, I feel like I get my days mixed up nowadays as I get older. Be back on Monday. That is New Year's, I think. Happy New Year's, I guess, I think. We'll find out. Talk to you guys soon. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 
Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 